Gear, what's good, man? It's your boy Luke Melendez, aka the Young Mammoth in the Flesh, aka the Wavy Pirate, One Legged Pirate, selling the Seven Seas. You know what I'm saying? Aka, uh, she don't love me no more. Aka, I can't stop crying. Um, <laughs> oh, what's good though? We are here with another. You made me do this podcast. Now we gonna be short and sweet on this one. Cause that ass, I just recorded like a whole hour worth of content and you know, nothing I do is scripted. You feel me? I just be going off the top of the head, talking about how I feel from the mind, from the heart. And how about this fucking app like deleted everything I just did. So we're not going to be discouraged, but definitely I'm not about to sit here and talk for another fucking hour. (laughs) So we just going to get into the couple topics that, uh, that I was talking about. Uh-huh. All right, so uh, Drake's album. Let's do Drake's album, Scorpion. I like Scorpion. Scorpion has a side A and a side B to it. Um, I think Scorpion was well put together. I think Drake fooled all of us. Um, he been told us about his son and we just didn't know. <laughs> uh, and I think he won overall. I think he won this thing. He's been picking off good music for some years now and I don't know, you know, how well y'all know about it or or you know how how y'all been watching and keeping score, but I've been watching Drake do this shit for a long time now. He's been picking off these good music artists for years. He started with him and Big Sean were beefing and you know, it, it creeped into Pusha T beefing with them, but you know, Pusha did Exodus, you know, so I remember there was that. Lil Wayne responded with ghoulish. A lot of people don't even remember that. You know, his first line was, fuck Pusha T and anybody that love him. Uh, Kid Cudi was talking wild last year or two years ago, and then Drake responded with two birds, one stone on a diss track and killed Pusha and Kid Cudi. Nobody said anything. Um, you know, so like he's been he's been sniping away at good music for the past couple of years. You know what I'm saying? So it's now his issue with Kanye or whatever. So you can you can tell that there's been some tension there or whatever in the past just based off the music. So I think, Drake, this is his final like, yeah, I, I killed all them niggas sort of thing. Oh, uh, excuse me. I don't know, man. I feel like uh, people just want to hate on Drake. All that toxic masculinity. You know who y'all are. Y'all just want to hate on Drake just because it's Drake. Like, oh, I want to hear that soft shit. Da, da, da. Like, shut up. Shut the fuck up. Nobody wakes up at 7 in the morning gangbanging a Casanova. Like, stop it. You're a fucking clown if you do. Um, Like, no, nah, nigga. Drake put a very well put together album. Uh, out and, and y'all need to stop hating. The man has lyricism. You know what I'm saying? He brought them bars. He has like the old Kanye type of beats with like a old Jay Z sort of flow. You know what I'm saying? And I know that's a lot to say, but that's what he was. I think that's what he was aiming for in a lot of those songs. That's why they have they will have the impact that they do. And seeing as how Jay Z, Kanye are all like in a in Drake, you know, they're all like in an issue right now to see that Drake featured Jay. That was a power move. You know what I'm saying? And that's all he's about is power moves. So that's really cool. Like enemy of my enemy is my friend type of vibe. 
it's like tension everywhere. You know, guys just out here throwing their weight around. I like it. It's fun. It's fun to see in hip hop. It's a fun energy to have in hip hop. Um, Michael Jackson, him having Michael Jackson on the song was the biggest flex ever. Um, I definitely believe he was flexing all weekend. He was just like, yeah, nigga, I don't need you. I don't need the sound alike. I got the real guy. So that that was a big flex. I mean, I fucking love the weekend, but like, come on. He actually got Michael Jackson on the song. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, man, I think Drake was flexing on a lot of these motherfuckers. But a lot of people were saying, oh, like Drake needed to respond before his album. No, he fucking didn't, you dummy. That would take away all the fucking momentum. Like he responded already once off of the album. That's it. That's all you needed. He responded on the day Pusha T dropped his album. After like four years of waiting for Pusha T to drop his album, Pusha T drops an album with only seven songs on it, and one of them is a Drake disc that got responded to the very same day. It's called a fucking power move. And then like two days later, he was like, fuck this, I'm off this shit, back to album mode, and he dropped the I'm Upset single. And he he literally told y'all, I'm off this, I'm going back to album mode. And then you're like, oh, why doesn't he respond to story of Adidon? What is it? Like, hello, that's what the album is for, you fucking crackheads. Um, uh, the story of Adidon, that shit was weak as fuck, honestly. I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear Pusha T on anybody else's beat. I don't want to hear that shit. Like, Push, you got bars. I want to hear you. Like, you, y'all got to understand, Pusha T came up with Pharrell backing him and Kanye behind him like you have the best product pr- production in the game bro you have the best producers in the game behind you and you're gonna use like the story of OJB like fuck out of here I feel like he could have made like a banger for real and he he just missed his opportunity and Drake capitalized because that survival the very first song on Scorpion is hard as fuck and he responded to everything that was said in in the fucking story of Adidon shit, he responded there. He responded really throughout the whole album. Um, throughout the whole A side, he was responding to all them niggas. You know, he was putting a lot of niggas to bed, putting a lot of y'all to rest, laying y'all to rest, RIP type shit. So that was cool, man. That was a flex on Drake's part. Um, I think the album was good. I think he did like 1.5 billion on Spotify. So yeah, man, the man's going down as a, as a living legend. Y'all gotta stop hating. All that toxic masculinity. <laughs> um, and moving forward, uh, conspiracies. The conspiracies that Drake had something to do with the passing of this poor kid. Man, look, stop. Stop all that noise. That shit just got to go. Now, in regards to him, XXX, you know, rest in peace to that dude. Um, my condolences to his family and everything. But there's a lot of mixed feelings when it comes to that. You know, there's a lot of people saying, oh, my God, he changed my life. He was such an amazing person. Da, da, da. And that's awesome. He has fans that will always remember him in that good light and love him forever. You know, but then on the other side, there's people that are like, oh, he was a fucking woman beater. And, you know, he did this and that. And he was a terrible person. He should burn to hell. That's that's fucked up. We don't you know, I don't I don't condone that. Now, me personally, and I had some issues with him. Like we had or I should say my people. I didn't even know the man personally. You know, but my people's had some issues with him or whatever. So that's where I stood with it, you know, but of course we wouldn't wish harm on anybody. You know, I'm not wishing harm on death on anybody. It was more so like, you know, we'll, we'll see you when we see you sort of thing and, and whatever it is, it'll be, but never on nothing, nothing like that though. You know what I mean? Um, I just think it's unfortunate how, how it went down because no matter what, like the man, you can see that the man was trying to change and grow. 
And if if I had an issue with you from like two, three years ago, that could have just been a misunderstanding. Then who's to say that we couldn't have fixed that issue? You know what I'm saying? So you got to give people a chance to change. You got to give people a chance to grow. And that's what I don't like that I'm saying. A lot of people are just, you know, oh, fuck it, man. You, you, he did this. He did that. Da, 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 terrible person. Look, man, if a person is showing that they want to change and they're publicly apologizing and, and trying to change their life and be a positive light for others, you have to allow them to do so. You know what I'm saying? I mean, how fucked up are we as a people if we're not going to give people who want to change and grow the chance to change and grow? And, you know, people can say whatever. Oh, he had to change. He was on probation. He had to do this. He was in the limelight. They were looking at him. Well, fine. Whatever it takes. You know what I'm saying? It still doesn't devalue being a positive impact on others around you. So stop that. It's not a you know, we, we got to stop looking at shit like that. Also. You know, the fucked up thing is they, they make us look at each other with so much hate and, and they make you look at yourself with hate. First of all, we look in the mirror and we hate who we see. Therefore, we hate those around us. And that's how they teach us. They teach us to, to hate each other and to want to wanna kill each other and fight each other and all that shit so that, you know, we stay at the bottom. And we we have we have to see that as a people. Like, when are we going to wake up? Because if I saw the greatness in myself. And you saw the greatness in me and I saw the greatness in you and we both know how powerful we are together. Then we become an unstoppable force. You know what I'm saying? Where we're an immovable object and an unstoppable force at that point. You feel me? Because once I see the, the unlimited potential in my brothers and those around me, you know, and those that look like me. You understand? Then, then we, we, we're going to rise as a people ultimately. But until then, we're, we're going to stay stuck behind in this, you know, everybody likes to say crab in a bucket, crab in a bucket mentality, completely neglecting the fact that the bucket is not the crab's natural environment. It's a system that's been placed there so that they attack each other. And that's exactly what we're living in now. This is not our natural state of being. This is not our natural environment. So we're systemically tearing each other down because that's what we were placed to do, which is fucked up. You have to break the cycle and break the chain. You understand? And, and we have to stop looking at each other with so much hate. You know, I can't I can't hate my brother. You look just like me. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, like you look like those around me, whatever the case, even if we see differences in one another, I guarantee you we have more in common than we're different. I guarantee you. They create these false boundaries and bridges and these things to separate us that make us think that we're so different, you know, but we're not. We got to start seeing love and light and positivity in one another. That's the only way we're going to just grow as a people, as a whole. You know what I'm saying? And I think that young man was seeing that through all the dark shit that he was on. You know what I'm saying? You have to you have to give people a chance to, to grow and change, man. You know, I definitely don't want to be judged on anything from my past and I definitely don't want y'all to hold anything I, I said in the past against me. I say stupid shit all the fucking time. I say dumb shit all the time. I never want it to be held against me. And you got to give everybody else the same type of slack, you know, that same gratitude. Like, you know, I, we all make mistakes and shit. You know, don't don't judge me. Or you know what? If you're going to judge me, fine. Don't hold it against me. You know what I'm saying? Especially not in passing that, you know, we should hold no ill will or harbor any hate or negative energy towards people that have gone and passed on. You know, 
And it's sad and unfortunate for me to say that I had a problem with the man and I never even met the man. That is insane. That's crazy when you start to think about it. It's like there should be no reason that we harbor hate and ill will or ill intent or anything like that towards people that we don't know. You understand? Because, again, we don't know them. You don't know those people's families, the people that love and care for them, maybe suffering. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to just if you want positive things in your life. You can't harbor any type of negative things towards anybody, no matter who it is. So you got to really look at that and, and, and change, change, you know, one day at a time type of thing. You know, it's OK. I understand we might have been fucked up yesterday and doing some some wrong things yesterday. But if we willing and ready to make certain changes today, then I mean, ultimately, that's all that should matter. I mean, sometimes it's not all that does, but it's all that should. Um, Yeah, man. So, again, rest in peace to that boy. And his uh, condolences to his family and all his loved ones. Y'all hold your head up, man. Keep your head up. Stay strong, man. Um, yeah, man. It's a lot of conspiracies surrounding that boy's death and a lot of hypocrisy and stuff like that. And and it's, it's over for that, man. Kill all the kill all the conspiracies and all that, man. What happens is, and this this girl has said it the other day on Twitter, and I really I, I really dug that shit when she said it, man. I was really like, damn, yo, this is crazy. Like I, I felt that shit on such a strong level. She was basically saying how social media, the construct of it, it's become like a, a, a form of of AI, a form of artificial intelligence. Like you know, like we're one person uh, in reality, like who we are physically, and then you're like a whole other person online it's like a like your little avatar type of thing you know what i'm saying but further than that it's like you know this information floods so fast social media you know everything spreads around word spreads around so fast false or true word spreads around so fast that you have thousands or millions of people that may believe false statements as soon as they're said like these uh conspiracies about this young man's passing um you know so conspiracies people jump so quick to conclusions it's like oh no we know that this is correct because the internet said so and then you have millions of people that just believe it because the internet said so. It's just a form of like artificial intelligence. Like you're not even thinking for yourself. Oh, the internet said it. So it must be true. Like that kid, like a uh, soldier kid, like not even 24 hours after this kid X passes, they're like, oh yeah, soldier kid, he killed him, da, 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 all this shit. And it's just like, you have people, hundreds of thousands of people going to that boy's page and calling him a killer saying he did this, he did. It's like, yo, did anybody think for themselves? Can anybody stop? Pause. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let's do some real reflecting. Let's let's make some sense. Let's connect some dots. Let's fact check. Let's, you know, double and triple check these sources that we're getting, you know, instead of just seeing something and running with it. And that's what this Internet age, you know, like this, this information age, rather. That's what we do. We kind of just we don't we don't uh, fact check. We just kind of hear it and run with it. And it's like that shit's crazy. You know, we have people that go and they cherry pick these small little events and then make it seem like that's like something big. And then they run with it. And these are the stories and like a million people run with it and they start to believe like this is a real fact. This is a real thing from something that's so small and not even true. Like it's just the Internet ran with it and said so like, you know, and then you take it to a bigger scale. If you look at like like the president of the United States, like Donald Trump, he has like 50 million followers on Twitter. He says things 
that are inaccurate all the time, things that are not correct, things that are not factual, things that don't have any evidence or realistic proof, anything. And he'll say these things and people just run with it. And it'll be one isolated incident. Like I said, cherry picked from something like fucking out of a million cases, this one thing happened. And he's like, oh, these people do this and that and that all the time. And then that like, that's not what everybody believes. Cause like there was a lady, she ran up on this like Mexican dude. She's like, oh yeah, you're a rapist. You're a drug Da, da, da. he was literally working like at the time he was like landscaping he's like man he's like i'm at work right now he's like who am i raping like who what drugs am i selling like what are you talking about but it's just like people don't even think for themselves anymore it's just it, it's it, this artificial intelligence that's online and through the internet it's like nobody knows there's one side of people that they say one thing there's another side that they believe another and then there's like that almost that third level, like that dark web of people who they get both and they understand where that line is between like fucking social media reality and like insanity. You feel me? They're like, no, 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 it's not this or this. It's, you know, sometimes a mixture of the two, like something like Pizzagate, right? That's just something else. Pizzagate. I don't know if you guys know what the fuck Pizzagate is, but like there's a shitload of people that really, really believe in a Pizzagate. And then there's other people that are like, are you fucking crazy? That makes no sense. There's no such thing. Then there's like that third party that are like, you know what? It's not that there is. It's not that there isn't. It's it's a possibility. It did it. Um, there's enough room for it in this realm of existence. And like. That's not exactly it, but it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? They're kind of outlining all of the details of something much greater. So it's like, you know, it, it's telling you something without telling you something, you know, it's like Pizzagate may not be accurate. It may not be correct, but there are, there really are child sex trafficking rings that are all around the world and people in high places like politicians and whatnot are the ones that are partaking in this. It may not be to the extent of Pizzagate that we believe with all those minor details, though, you know, just the, the like literally like the pizza, <laughs> the pizza stuff, like it might not be those specific details, but it's not to say that things like that aren't true and happening. So it's like people have to be able to draw the line between what's real and what's fake and then what they should be di diving deeper into. You know, um, it, we're just in a really, really weird place right now. And, and that's the problem. Like nobody fucking thinks for themselves. It's like the Internet said so. So it has to be true. And that's it. And it, it, it's scary. And you have people that live off of that. You have people that they're like, oh, if I, you know, if I can prove it on the Internet, then bomb it happened this way. You know, even like six, nine, the whole dumbass like Chicago thing. He was like he was telling people, oh, I'm going to go to Chicago. I'm going to go to O Block. I'm going to be there tonight at 10 o'clock. He posts the video at 10 o'clock. So technically he has video evidence and he ha he said the time in the video. He's like, yo, I'm out here. It's 10 o'clock. But actually in reality, the man went out there at like three in the morning when nobody was outside. He recorded a video. He wasn't even out there for 15 seconds. He was literally, he recorded the video in front of the van and he jumped in the van as soon as the, they stopped recording and he left. And that was at like three in the morning. But since he knew he had the video evidence and it's so easy to fool people online, at that point, people don't care about the truth. You understand if the lie is just very entertaining, the truth doesn't even matter. 
So, you know, and then the, the problem is we say, oh, you know, it, it didn't happen if you don't have video proof. But what happens if the video proof is false or edited or messed with? Then it's like, what do you really believe? You know what I'm saying? So you have to be able to separate from this this Internet reality of this artificial intelligence and think for your fucking self. Think for yourself. Like, shit, man. Is this real life? Fuck. Ah. <laughs> uh. But I'm done, so I'm here. Uh, we're done with this. Luke Melendez, you made me do this podcast. Uh, follow me everywhere at Luke Melendez. Hit me up, man. Uh, I like the feedback. Thank you for listening. Thanks for keeping up with me. Um, yeah, man, y'all be safe. And until next time, you're...